You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. You Better You Bet, Power Hour coming up. Ryan Horvath, PJ Glasser here on Tuesday afternoon, January 16th. Still an hour to go. And then coming up, it's Bet MGM tonight. Special edition, we'll have John Martin and Trista Crick. And John Martin, a big Green Bay Packer fan all Is of a he? sudden. Oh, yeah, messaging me all the time. He's a big really? Jordan Love guy. He loved Green Bay plus eight. He still liked him at seven against the Cowboys. Nice. He uh, he's a big Jordan Love guy. Like Everybody's it. a big Jordan Love guy. Everybody you a big is. Jordan Love guy now? I like him. What I... do you think, Ravens Packers Super Bowl? Do we stick around and watch the 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 PJ Horvath Bowl? Do we stick around after the uh, after the week in Las Vegas and go to the game if our teams are playing each other? Next question. Come on. So the done deal. The question is, what kind of seats do we get? Like, do we just go absolutely all in for like lower bowl? Or do we just say, we'll take any seat you have? We could sit in the top row. I want to be down on the field. Do you want to be down on the field? Especially for the halftime show, we got Usher. U-S-H-E-R-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. Usher Raymond. (laughs) Halftime show. I'm excited. It's going to be good. Uh, Nick and Ken will be back with you guys on Thursday. You can watch us live 24-7 on the BetQL Network, as well as uh, directly for free on the free Odyssey app. Check us out on Twitch, YouTube, as well as the BetQL Network. And listen to You Better You Bet live every single day, Monday through Friday on Sirius Channel 160, Sirius XM 205, and you can check them out on WatchStadium.com as well as YouTube TV, the Roku Channel, Fubo TV, Amazon, Samsung TV, Tubi, and much, much more. And then check out the podcast wherever you find your podcasts. And uh, you can find all the podcasts, Daily Tip, BetQL Daily, BetMGM Tonight, like I said, coming up with Trista. How how was the show last night, Pete? Did you guys win some money? I had the uh, first half under, unfortunately, in Philadelphia and uh, Tampa Bay. So that was a loser, but I did have the Bills. I had the over, and I had a Josh Allen anytime touchdown. So very been nice. better, but, you know, decent night. I did okay in the Steelers game. I took them live plus 16 and a half when they went down 7 nothing. So when Tyler Bass shanked that field goal at the end, that was much appreciated. So they only lost by 14. So I didn't win that bet. Um, I had Deontay Johnson over receptions, which was good. The Eagles game killed me, though. I had the Eagles money line. I had Mike yeah. Evans receiving yards. It was... It was brutal. Kind of glad that Mike Evans uh, had a stinker, though, because now I think Mike Evans is going to have a big, big pop game off. against Detroit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He I love that matchup. He dropped uh, a couple passes. Yes, he dropped a touchdown yesterday, which was just kind of when you knew it wasn't going to be his night. But, uh, no, I'm with you. Evans Evans could be a good matchup against Detroit, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I love his receiving yards. We talked about that earlier. Um, I also like the over in the game, over 48.5, but I love, love, love the Mike Evans props. He should have a monster, monster game. Um, all right, let's talk a little uh, about what, what's going on here with the coaching carousel, the coaching search. So Jim Harbaugh 
it looks like most likely he's coming back to the NFL. J.J. McCarthy's going to be leaving Michigan. Yep. Blake Corum's obviously done at Michigan. Donovan Edwards did announce that he's going back. Didn't have really a great season. Had a pretty big national yeah. championship game. But the Chargers' next head coaching odds uh, offshore right now. Jim Harbaugh is minus 200. Mm-hmm. Ben Johnson, 4-1. to one. Dan Quinn, 5-1. to one. Bill Belichick, 9-1. to one. Eric Bieniemy who's calling plays right now for the Commanders is 14 to 1, Todd Munkin 16 to 1. It looks like it's going to be Jim Harbaugh. What does that do for you next season going into the year because I bought into the Chargers this year, went over the win total, took a shot with them 3 to 1 to win the West, and uh it was a mistake. It was a mistake. I love Justin Herbert, but he was beat up this season. Yeah. They lost Mike Williams right away. Keenan Allen had a great season and he was actually healthy for the majority of it, but it was the same issues, man. The defense, even with all that talent and a defensive-minded head coach in Brandon Staley, uh, stunk. They did not live up to expectations. So what are you doing next year, if anything, with Harbaugh and the Chargers, if it does end up being Jim? Man, I'm conflicted because I like Harbaugh a lot. Like, dude just wins everywhere he goes. I mean, he really does. And you like the Chargers roster on paper. They just don't stay healthy. Yeah, That's a problem, you know? I mean, you have guys, every year we come into the season and we say, man, the Chargers roster is loaded. They can compete with anybody. Maybe they're the team to watch in the AFC West that can compete with Kansas City and just never ever live up to the hype um having Staley out is going to be a big deal I think that's going to change things and bringing Jim Harbaugh in a guy who just won a national championship in Michigan a guy who has made it to the Super Bowl with the 49ers who has won and won um I think it's going to be big just for that organization for that franchise right who you know the Chargers were like the Lions they're like the Bengals they were like the Browns who for so long you were just waiting for the other shoe to drop and you're like when when is something bad gonna happen so you either need a quarterback whether it's Joe Burrow you need a head coach like Dan Campbell you need somebody to come in and change the narrative I think Harbaugh is gonna be able to do that I just don't know if I like the roster for the Chargers to change that even though on paper it looks good I mean, these guys got to show me that they're willing to stay healthy for a full season, right? Khalil Mack's not getting any younger. Joey Bosa always gets hurt. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams always get dinged up. Austin Eckler, I mean, he's not getting any younger. Justin Herbert is always banged up with something. So the Chargers are going to be an interesting team. I don't know if I want to back them in year one. I kind of want to wait and see with them. But Harbaugh certainly, I mean, he's not going to hurt them. He's not going to be worse than Staley was. He's going to be uh, going to be a big upgrade. Yeah, I completely agree, man. And remember, though, everybody did love Brandon Staley for like half of a season. They did. He finished 19 and 16, uh, got the job in 2021, lasted until this year. So he was three games above 500. But like the Chargers, really for like the last 15 seasons, I love the roster. Like since Drew Brees, then they made the transition to Phillip Rivers, and that's when LT was there and Sean Merriman, and they always have the talent. And that's do. why I bought into them last year and this year because they spent so much money on the defensive side of the ball. I really like the J.C. Jackson pickup, and then he got to Los Angeles and he stunk, and they traded him back to New England. Right. I like Derwin James. I like Joey Bosa and Cleo Mack, but they're never on the field at the same time. And that's what Brandon Staley was supposed to do, go there and fix up the defense because Anthony Lynn wasn't really a defensive-minded head coach, and he was 34-32 and in three years there, and uh, Staley couldn't fix up that defense. But you look at these head coaches, man, and that's the only thing. Like, the Chargers always spend money in free agency. They've had the quarterback, but they never really have the head coach. Marty Schottenheimer, Norv Turner, Mike McCoy, Anthony Lynn, and Brandon Staley. So maybe they make the flashy hire here with Harbaugh. And he gets that thing fixed up. Do you think that's the most attractive job in the NFL, though? Because you have Justin Herbert, and the hardest thing to find is your franchise quarterback. You at least have that. My problem with the Chargers job, though, is the division, man. You're going Mm -hmm. to the AFC West, where you're going to have to see the Kansas City Chiefs, 
Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid twice a year. Maybe the Broncos get that thing figured out. The Raiders, I mean, I don't think they're going to be any good, but they were a much better team the second half of the season. And then you look at, like, the Commanders, man. The NFC East, we thought the Philadelphia Eagles weren't going anywhere, and now they're done in the wild card. The Cowboys just got eliminated, even with home field advantage against the Packers, and you have the second overall pick and a management group and an organization that's looking to turn that thing around. I might actually prefer the Chargers job rather, I'm sorry, the Commanders job rather than the Chargers job, just because I'd rather play in the NFC. I'd rather coach in the NFC than in the AFC. I think I agree with you. I mean, both jobs are certainly attractive. What makes the Chargers job so good is you know you have a quarterback, right? I mean, so many teams are searching for one. Like, what makes the Washington job great is you have new ownership, which cares, which wants to win, and you have all this excitement around a number two pick and all this money that you can spend. Um, You know, and we all think Drake May is going to be really good if it turns out to be the number two pick, but you never know with these guys. And Justin Herbert, like, we know he's talented. We know... He's a top 10 quarterback in the league. Um, But you're right. I think just from the division, like Sean Payton's a really good coach. I think he's going to get that thing figured out with Denver. Um, Las Vegas, I think they're going to give Antonio Pierce the job. You know, they're a team that needs a quarterback too, but they play really hard for Pierce. So I think that's going to be a good pickup for them. The Chiefs, obviously. Yeah, it's like with the NFC East, you know, what makes that job so attractive is that there hasn't been a repeat winner in 20 years. So, you know, it's not going to be Dallas next season, right? And the Eagles probably going to bring in a new coach, and they got a lot of question marks. The Giants need a quarterback. So who knows? Maybe the uh, the commanders can win pretty, pretty. I just, I keep going back to the fact that, again, like the expectations are so low in Washington. They are a little low in, in L.A. too. Um, but yeah, I think it's one of those two jobs, either the Chargers or the Commanders. The opening jobs against you have Tennessee, you have Washington, you have Seattle, you have Carolina, and then you have Atlanta. But it looks like in Atlanta, Bill Belichick might be the guy as he uh, interviewed. That to me just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Although, okay, so they spent the fourth most money in free agency on the defensive side of the ball. I like the defensive line, but I mean, you know, they're they're kind of old. And then offensively, you have a bunch of weapons. You just don't have your quarterback. Right. So Bill Belichick right now, minus 150 to become the next head coach in Atlanta. Eric Bieniemy plus 275. Harbaugh 10 to 1. Bobby Slowick 10 to 1. See, that would be the guy for me. I would want Bobby Slowick or I would want Ben Johnson who's 13 to 1 because like if you could get your quarterback and you have Bijan Robinson and Tyler right. Algier and Drake London and Kyle Pitts, I mean that offense could be absolutely explosive. I would love Jaden Daniels or Justin Fields with all that speed in Atlanta. Man, you get Bill Belichick and he fixes that defense up. I just wonder, like, who's the OC then? Kellen Moore's most likely going to be available if Harbaugh gets the Chargers job, you would assume, because right. Harbaugh's going to bring in his own guys. Is he somebody that you attach with Bill Belichick? Does he go back to Josh McDaniels? Does Josh McDaniels come back into the league? We know he could call plays. He's not a head coach. That's my only worry with Bill is I don't I don't know what he does for that offense. I mean, he could fix up that defense, but, like, they need a quarterback and they need to figure out a way to use all those weapons that you drafted in the first round. You know, B. John Robinson, top five pick. I like Kyle Pitts, but I wouldn't have taken him that early. He's a tight end. And I love Drake right. London, but you need somebody to get him the football down the field. Yeah, no, I Atlanta's an interesting job. I don't know if Belichick's the right fit because, yeah. like you said, you have all those offensive weapons. It feels like you should bring somebody in to develop those guys. You know, the defense, even, you know, this year was solid. You mentioned they spend a ton of money. Jesse Bates had a great year at safety for them. So I agree. I would go the offensive coordinator route. I go with the Slowick or Ben Johnson. Um, 
the enemy could be interesting. I mean, if the Falcons are able to get Belichick, like, you know, that's a franchise that I think they want to be relevant, and Arthur Blank wants a proven guy, so I could see why they want to do it from um, their perspective. I just don't know if it makes a lot of sense for Belichick. I think Belichick in Seattle would be really interesting because you just had a veteran in Pete Carroll Mm -hmm. who, you know, obviously that locker room responded to really well. They have some pieces on both sides of the ball. Like, their defensive talent, Ryan, especially in the secondary with, like, Woolen and Witherspoon, I think Belichick could make those guys pretty, pretty good. And, you know, offensively, like, they got DK, they got JSN. Yeah. You got two good young backs in Walker and Charbonnet. Like, I think Belichick in Seattle would, would make some sense. Yeah, I mean, I would rather – I mean, hot take. I, I definitely would not want Dan Quinn in Seattle. No. And I feel like, though, if you're Seattle – and you moved on from Pete Carroll, I feel like they want one of those young guys. They probably do. You know, Slowick or Ben yeah. Johnson. And mm-hmm. I think that would be the right route to go. But, like, if I'm ranking these jobs, man, I mean, the Chargers and, for me, like, for me, the Chargers, Commanders, and Atlanta, those are the top three jobs. Problem, like, taking over the Commanders is um, you haven't had a franchise quarterback in, like, three decades. The stadium's a dump. But you're probably going to upgrade and move out of there. Um, you have a lot of work to be done there. That's the only thing. Like, yeah, you're going to get your quarterback with the second overall pick, and you're mm-hmm. in the NFC, but that pass defense is bad, bad. Right. That offensive line is one of the worst in the NFL. So even if you draft your quarterback, you know what I mean? Like, C.J. Stroud was good this year because they actually protected him, and I thought that was going to be a weakness for Houston coming into the season. Bryce Young was no good, but we really can't evaluate because he was running for his life nonstop. Right. You know, Carolina's offensive line wasn't very good this year, so – even if you have Drake May or Caleb Williams playing behind a piss poor offensive line, that doesn't really move the needle for me. So I guess I would go probably, um, you know, Atlanta and then Los Angeles one, two, and then go commanders three. And then it's, then for me, it's Seattle. I mean, like, yeah, I like the Witherspoon draft pick last year, but is Gino the guy? I don't think so. Like the pieces, but definitely wouldn't want the Titans job. I do not want to go to Tennessee. No, you know, Mike Vrabel, what he did there was remarkable. Taking that team, they had a number one seed and home field advantage just three years ago. Yeah. I mean, with Ryan Tannehill as your starting quarterback, I love Derrick Henry, but I mean, when your best players are running back, you traded away A.J. Brown for absolutely nothing. Plus the other teams in that division. Like, now you got to deal with Stroud. You got to deal with Steichen, the Colts, and Richardson. I know Jacksonville, you know, just collapsed at the end, but they still got the most talent in that division. Doug Peterson's won a Super Bowl before. so I'm starting to wonder if Trevor Lawrence is in I've never been a big fan. I've never been a big fan. I mean, like, if you look at his career resume right now and you compare it to Mac Jones, it's pretty comparable, the numbers. Mm. And uh, like Trevor Lawrence, though, the second half of last season, he was great. He only threw eight interceptions last season. But look at the turnovers. It's not only the interceptions, it's the fumbles, it's the strip sacks. I mean, he just he really he turns missed, the ball over. He really missed Christian Kirk like, at the end. Like too. he's got the talent. I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like something's missing with Trevor Lawrence. But then again, like they won a playoff game last year. They were a disappointment this year. But yeah, trending, I feel better, obviously, about Houston. And then Indianapolis. Shane Steichen's the real deal. And oh. we didn't get a full sample size of Anthony Richardson. Right. We only got a couple of weeks. And that's his kind of quarterback, right? Like, look at what he turned Jalen J- into, and then look at what Jalen looked like this year. So Colts are going to be interesting. We know Stroud is insane. So the Texans are set. Um, and then, you know, the Jags, I mean, the talent that they have on offense and defense, I really like. I like Peterson as a head coach. I think it's going to benefit them next season that they don't have the first place schedule, which is going to be big for them. Um so, yeah, the Titans job. I still think the Panthers is the worst 
just because you can't overcome bad ownership. Unless you think that you could, well, yeah. I mean, you just can't. Unless you, you saw think... it in Washington for years. Yeah. You're seeing what Ursay's doing in Indy. Now, it looks like he got the coach right, which is great, but he's he's a nut. And then, I mean, Tepper is just, he's a psycho. And you have to be kicking yourself, man, because that could have been C.J. Stroud. If oh, you're Chicago, man. I mean, I know this works out for you because you have two top 10 picks and you could have Caleb Williams. And I think Caleb Williams is going to be awesome. But I know for a fact right now, C.J. Stroud is awesome. And you could have just had C.J. Stroud, man. And you're still looking for your quarterback. Yep. All right, we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to hit on some Super Bowl MVP odds. Also, we'll talk a little bit about Jim Harbaugh. If he does take the Chargers job, what does that do to Michigan? And it's the power hour, so we got all of our best bets coming up for college hoops, the NBA, maybe even the NHL tonight as well. It's You Better You Bet. It's Ryan Horvath, P.J. Glasser, filling in for Nick and Ken. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.